0: Andrew Luck shocks the NFL and the world by announcing his retirement over the weekend. Jadavion Clowney wants out of Houston. Where's he going to go? And NFL preseason is all but wrapped up for those that are going to be starting. All that more coming up next on the Average Sports Guys podcast.
1: You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus.
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus. We're the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Yes, sir. We are bringing you episode 16. Yes, he
1: says. That's right. Let's go.
0: So we are going to just get right into um, some preseason wrap-up stuff. Yeah. Game three. Right. Is in the books. Game four, the starters don't play. Right. Um, so why don't you take it away?
1: Yeah, man. So... The Eagles, they had, you know, joint practices with the Ravens, and, you know, oh, all in all, their secondary is dope. Like, their secondary is a problem. Um, the Ravens or the Eagles? Uh, I'm sorry, the Ravens secondary is a problem. Um, Earl Thomas back there, they got a bunch of young corners that can ball out. Um, even their linebacking core is crazy. But, you know, just looking at, you know, the starting offensive line, it looked pretty solid for the most part. Um, Corey Clement got busy with the few carries he had. Um and like I predicted and like most people knew that that front three because they run a three four that that pass rush it's it's not anything really to shake a stick at too much mm-hmm. but on the back end that that secondary will lock you up if you don't have top tier receivers so you can run against them but um yeah passing is going to be a problem um so much so that Carson once had issues in you know in practice with it which I expected because you know that's that's what they're known for. Right. But as far as the game itself, um, there are two players that stood out again, that flashed again for me. It was Andre Dillard and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. That kid has hands, 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 and he's been known for that since Stanford. And then uh, Andre Dillard let up his first pressure slash penalty um, in this first game. Mm. But I think it was like 50-something-ish snaps before that even happened. Right. So, I mean, this dude can be a starter if we if we choose to make him that or if Jason Peters goes down or he decide to move him to guard. Um but on the like I said on the other side of that, JJ. That that kid has hands. Like he's he's gonna be something and I'm excited. To, I'm
0: excited to see him. So that's what I got for our preseason wrap up. What about them skins? Um well so as far as the Redskins and I was gonna get into it when we actually get into um our teams per se. Right. But um my biggest takeaway from game three was seeing Darius Geis mm-hmm. get out there. Um, he was a full go. I think he had 11 or 12 carries. That's, that's good work. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it was more than I was comfortable with, <laughs> uh, I get it. especially after – I mean, his first couple runs were solid. Mm-hmm. Um, our line showed to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta didn't have much trouble getting through. But the one thing I did like about Geis was he ran hard and because he's just a physical back. It also shows he's confident after War. the injury. Right, and that was the biggest thing for me is wanting to see like how how is he gonna run, how's he gonna react that first time he gets hit? Is he gonna pop back up? Is he get, you know right, is he gonna right, be, right. Um, you know, walking gingerly or whatever? Mm-hmm. But I mean, he showed to be fine. There was one play he bounced out around the left side, got up the sideline, mm-hmm. and lowered his shoulder and just initiated contact. Truck stick, trucked the dude, and when he was still standing, mm-hmm. um, so yeah i I mean i was encouraged by that Mm -hmm. um dwayne haskins the way he's progressed throughout the preseason right um first preseason game i mean he was throwing off of the wrong foot Mm -hmm. you could tell he was thinking 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 that's what i was about to say
1: he was thinking too much
0: right so his footwork has seemed to get um have gotten better like over the last couple weeks so, it was encouraging to see. I mean, he had a couple good balls. Mm-hmm. Um, his decision-making seemed a little faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we'll get a heavy dose of him this week coming up. I, we play the Ravens. Okay. So, that'll be interesting. But as far as, like, preseason overall, mm-hmm. my big thing was just Darius Geis and then seeing how Haskins, like, progressed, which I was pleased with. And it's encouraging for both of those players.
1: Absolutely. Good business. All right. So just so you guys know, um, this is another episode of uh, Hard Knocks coming up tonight at 10. You know, we get to see, you know, what the situation is with Antonio Brown, the coaching staff and and figuring out if they actually can put it all together. and, And if they're
0: actually more cohesive than we currently think right now. Yeah, because they seem kind of all over the place. Absolutely. I don't want to say a dumpster fire just yet, but I mean it has the makings of being just a very ugly season. A hundred percent, yeah. So, um, but plus, with each episode that passes in Hard Knocks, we get to my favorite part is the cut downs. Oh yeah, that's great stuff. Because there's always that one. I, I don't know if they're. Athletic trainers or equipment managers, whatever. But you always see him snaking through like the locker room and, there's, and do, weight room during the lifting sessions, and everybody's yeah.
1: looking like, "Okay, oh, is he coming to snatch me? Is he coming yep. to get me? He's gonna, he's gonna talk to me. Do I have to go and see coach right now?" Yeah, and then like, yeah. "Hey,
0: uh, coach wants to see you. Bring your playbook." Right. Like, that's never. That's a good never sign. a good sign. But
1: I, it, but honestly, if I was Gruden, I would like make it random. To where nobody knew, so I'd be calling in everybody, so nobody could really tell who's leaving, or or at the time, just to, you know, just to make it a little bit more fun that way, but I get it.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's always, like, like it's not funny, because obviously people are losing their jobs. Right. You hope that they put enough on film that another team could pick them up and use them. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you just never know, but it is, it is just, like, funny how it all goes, because, right. like you'll be the guy getting cut Mm -hmm. and then so somebody says hey marcus uh, coach wants to see you bring your playbook. At the same time, there's equipment guy. You see him pulling the cleats, pulling the yeah. helmet, pulling the name yep. tags off right and everything, off, yeah. dropping them in a basket. Yep. so, so you like already know you are nothing to them. Right, <laughs> like you're just, done,
1: dude. I like guess a rap crazy. city,
0: <laughs> rap city. And it's crazy now because you remember they used to have to get down in roster size as the preseason went on. Right, but now it's just a. I think they, it was like 90 people can be in camp, and then they drop down to the 53 man roster mm-hmm. by. I think it's the Saturday. Saturday. So today is Tuesday. What's today? 26th? 27th. 27th. Yep. So
1: Saturday will make it the 31st. So they got to have their rosters pretty much set by the 31st. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be an interesting episode. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and it's like with these Raiders, I think they're not as bad as people like like roster-wise as people think they are, and I think they're going to surprise some people this season, just yeah. based off what I've seen.
0: Well, right, yeah. I mean, I think they I mean, they have some scrappy dudes. Oh yeah. So It'll be it'll be um, like my
1: favorite player on the offensive end, Renfro. Like that kid, oh, yeah. uh, he like he's not built like a football player, but his route and his cut game is insane. Right. Like he like I'm excited to see him play because I honestly I have a good feeling that he's probably gonna make the roster as yeah. like the number three guy. But that that dude's a problem.
0: Well, right, and I mean, but that's the thing. Like when it comes to pass catching, a as long as you can catch the ball. Yes. But b be where you're supposed, supposed to, to be, be when you need to be there. Right. You don't have to be a burner. Right. Like. Crisp route running and, and knowing the offense and knowing what you're supposed and that's to do exactly what is, it is half the battle. Yep. Because you see talented receivers all the time all the time that either can't create separation, they don't know the damn routes, they don't they're they're not where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. Right. So yeah, I mean, that should be good. But like I said, I mean, wide out or whatever, you have to catch the have ball. To catch so the as ball. long as he can do that, I think I think it'd be fine. Yeah,
1: absolutely. All right. So cool.
0: Um Yeah, the. I
1: want to get into. I guess it's time for team updates.
0: Washington
1: Redskins. Go ahead and run it.
0: Yeah, there's nothing much. Uh, Trent Williams obviously not back. He ain't coming back. (laughs) He He gone. He gone. And um, I I mean I don't know. Most people have heard the reports that the Patriots offered us a first round pick. We said no. Yeah. Um. If that was the case, the only reason I think they said no is just because they were hopeful that Trent would come back. Right. Um I think now if they're going to deal him, they can still get an offer. What they'll get, I don't know. Right. Um but you know, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. We still have other players. We got to move on. Right. Uh, Case Keenum was named starter. Yes, he uh, was. I saw that. Some, some Which I kind of thought he would. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And people are kind of upset because they're saying, and I was reading it on Twitter, like, wait, so you're telling me, you know, the Redskins are admitting that Haskins has the better upside, the better talent, the better arm, but he's not starting, all because he can't get in and out of the huddle or play calls and this and that. So to their point, I agree with that. If all those things are true as far as the talent, mm-hmm. the upside, the arm, he can make the throws, all that stuff. Um, now, as far as plays, I will say the better teams simplify things for players. Absolutely. And bring them along. Absolutely. So I wouldn't be mad if Jay Gruden and them did that, but obviously they're not. Right. So it is Keenum. It is what it is. I think we will see Haskins this year. I do, I do too. Um, Absolutely. A lot of people are like, oh, let's get through the first five weeks of the season. I myself had that thought process at first, like, don't get this kid killed, blah, blah, blah. The only reason I'm cool with him not starting right now is because of our offensive line. That was
1: exactly where I was going to go because my whole piece is, like, why well, throw out a rookie when you're not too sure how that O-line is going to is gonna hold up? Because you, if you're going to throw out your rookie, like, you're literally your future as a franchise, you want to make sure you, that your offensive line is at least serviceable. Right. So why throw them out week one and then kill your quarterback's confidence? You don't want to do any of that, especially right. when you're still obviously learning, you know, the NFL system and the playbook and everything like that. So I honestly think that holding them all for at least through half of the season, maybe like five, six games and then possibly starting them based on what your record is and based how productive the team is as a whole is, is a better option.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. And so. You know, with that, like I said, I'm patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like Haskins is patient. I mean, he's the type of player that he's gonna say the right things. Absolutely, you know, he's not. He's, uh, he's not gonna be like a distraction, Baker Mayfield right. Or or anything like that. Like so, that guy. But I do feel just watching his pressers and his body language and and you know every interview, all those types of things, he seems like it's believable when he says it. Right. You know he's, I mean? he's gonna he's be saying, fine. I'm not worried about him. Yeah, I'm trusting the process. Right. This and that. Mm-hmm. Um. There was word that the Skins are either going to cut or possibly look to trade um, Josh Doxson, Ooh. who was our first-round pick, what, three years ago. Um, often injured, not really a factor in many games. Wow. Um, just – Wow, he's just not working out. No. So, I mean, mm-hmm. people can say bust. They can say whatever they want. Right. Um But, I mean, I would move him. Right. Because, to me, this is his last year. Under contract. Might as well. He's not coming back. Might as well get something for him. I mean, get something for him. But even if he doesn't, you would get a compensatory pick next year. Yes, you would. If he finishes a year yep. and walks. Yep. Um, I don't know how that would work if you ended up trading him early or anything like that. Um, But either way, I don't look for him to be much of a factor this season anyway. Right. I could see him being healthy scratch, mm-hmm. especially if you have McLaurin. Uh, Quinn can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You have Cam Sims, bigger body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting another receipt well, there's many. Then you still have Jordan Reed as a pass catcher, which I do worry about his health because he took that shot straight to the head. Man, look, uh, I don't,
1: I don't talk about it because that's one of those things where it's like I am an Eagles fan, but that's the last thing you want to see is a player taking a shot to the head and then it's just it's Right. A and I mean that, that. Was,
0: that was a dirty hit. And I'm Absolute, not just saying yeah. it because I'm a skins fan. No, it was a
1: legitimately what? dirty hit. Like you knew I what mean, it was, and it's like <laughs> Jordan Reed was, is not a small guy right no he's huge <laughs> you see, that's a big man <laughs>
0: and 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 the defender had already wrapped him up and was taking him down right dude comes in like it's all head then shoulders right it's one thing if he's like lowering his and it's like a
1: combination of the two no it was all head then it shoulders mean, right i just was like wow that was horrible right so yeah
0: i do worry about his health i believe he'll be fine come week one mm-hmm. um but yeah let's see what else like i said Geis, I thought, did well. Mm-hmm. Um, Haskins did well mm-hmm. and, and and progressed. So if he can continue to do that, which is going to be harder because when the season goes on, like right. your starting QB is going to get most of the reps. Right. So that's what's going on in Skins country.
1: Yeah, man. So let me go ahead and wrap to you all about these Eagles real quick. Um, one positive thing that Peterson has said, uh, if not today, within the past couple days, is that a lot of our major injuries to our players, he's uh, like the MCLs, you know, the the bruised knees, shins, all that crazy stuff. Um, he's expecting a lot of guys to be ready week one. And these guys consist of Brandon Brooks is on track, so is Fletcher Cox, Brandon, uh, Nigel Bradham, um, Ronald Darby, um, and Sidney Jones, and maybe even Camo. Yes, he had a grade three MCL sprain, but they're also like, yeah, he, he could get there. So I'm really excited about that. And then... Um, Yeah, so another big piece of news that came out today was the fact that Deshaun Jackson broke his ring finger. Um, They didn't really get into too much detail as to how he broke it, but just the fact that it's broken right now. And then, you know, Eagles Nation and all the fan base just went nuts. Well, see, it's another injury with Deshaun Jackson. He can't stay Stop. Um, I honestly believe that if the organization isn't worried about it and they're claiming this guy to be a starter week one, then you shouldn't be worried about it because he's obviously not playing in preseason uh, game four, and then you'll have a week after that. They're gonna tape it up. He'll be fine. Um, mind you, he's a professional. Like this guy has is, is a leading was last year's leading yard receiver for a reason um, mm-hmm. you know he still has burners and a lot of his catches to be honest yes he can run hooks yes he can run deep ins, deep outs all that fun stuff but where he really kills you is those basket catches where he's burning your safety for about five six yards and things like that and I think that at least to start the season that's probably will be his main role is just as a decoy until he can get confident with catching with his with his busted finger but even then I still think he's gonna get bossed because he's a Sean Jackson he's a
0: professional well the thing with that is too is it's already broken. It's already broken. Right. Right. So it'll come down to a pain tolerance. Yeah, exactly. Type of deal. Like I said, yeah, they're they're gonna splint the finger. Right. Um, you know, and he'll sit there and try to catch Right. you know, balls and work and, with the jug see, machine, all that. See see how that goes. And I mean, as long as he's not in fear of getting that thing hit, I mean it sucks. I've broken bones. Right. And then especially even my finger too. So to try to catch, run, and then worry about getting tackled and all that stuff. Now for a defender, I'm swiping his hands all all day. day. All day. If you're holding that ball, I'm going right for your hands. Yeah, And it just is what it is. It is is what it is. So, I mean, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I would expect him to be fine.
1: Right. So there's that. Um, Obviously, Carson Wentz is a full go week one. We're excited to see that. Um Another big piece of news, because and Clowney, this dude wants out of Texas, mm-hmm. and the top two teams he named were the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm saying right now, we don't have a ton of cap space right now. Like we have, we have enough. Like we're, I'm pretty sure we're sitting around 17, 18 ish. But if a guy's like that, a guy like that is out there. And Granted, right now, in my opinion, we don't need him, but at the end of the day, if you can add a pass rusher to an already stout defensive line like we have, nobody's running the ball. We're going to get constant pressure on the quarterback. It's going to make it easier for Carson Wentz and the offense ultimately. Um, it's it would be a fun year, and I would definitely call a super deep run in the playoffs with a guy like that in a seven man rotation. Because I think one of the biggest issues with Jadavian Clowney is him being almost damn near an every down type of player. And if you put him in a rotation where he's not getting as many snaps, and towards the back end of the season, you're going to help with his longevity within throughout the season. Number one, number two, he's not going to be he's not he's going to be less injury prone, and he's going to be fresher for the back end of the season slash playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not only that, he's a killer. Like I remember that huge hit he had, that crazy hit on Nick Foles, where this dude raked him by the helmet, slammed him to the ground. I didn't call it or whatever, but it is <laughs> what it is. But that dude is nasty. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's any de- defense that would, that would not want a guy like that.
0: Well, right, yeah. I mean, there's tons of landing spots for him to go. Oh yeah. But I mean, he can say where he wants to go, but ultimately, if they're gonna deal him, yeah. You know, I, I, I could see him. It'll be our luck or everybody else's luck he'll end up in new england right Um, because here's
1: my other piece to that we have pieces that they want their offensive line is garbage mm -hmm. everybody knows that we have linemen that we can trade also we have a surplus of running backs they need a running back lamar miller is down right so if we can package a lineman a running back and maybe a like a fourth i would totally eat that Oh I'm, I'm sorry and then also them eating some of his his I mean, I'm sorry he's um, he's a free I mean he, he has yet to sign his contract his, his tender so he can he can basically go where he wants. but mm-hmm. if we can somehow give him a reasonable contract uh, bring him in with a fourth trade a uh, alignment and a pla and a, a running back I think that's fair. We can get that going. So it's not like we don't have pieces that they need. Right. It's just how much is of the cap is Clowney really to e- is, is willing to eat. But also one thing Howie does like to do is sign players on one years. So if we do communicate with them and make that make that happen, it'll only be for probably one year and then we'll move off of him because that's 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 the that's the going thing with Howie Roseman right now. But I'm, I'm looking right. at the camera Howie, get it done.
0: Well, will see. And then the thing with the one year deal and then with a player like Jadavion Clowney if he isn't gonna get a ton of playing time and he is gonna be in that huge rotation, yeah. If he doesn't buy into the scheme, or not necessarily the scheme, but the fact that it's going to benefit him, he it would be worthless for him to go there right. on a one year deal because he's not gonna put up the stats or the numbers mm-hmm. to get a big contract from somebody else, right? So, or potentially not, I would say it's possible. So who knows? We'll see
1: what but happens. It'd be interesting. I would like to see how he get that done, though. Yeah. Right. So. so Hey man, why don't you go ahead and and start off with this Andrew Luck situation because we got time today,
0: man. So I was when you actually text me. Yes, I did. And what was it, around like nine o'clock or like eight something. Yeah, something like that. That was Saturday because mm-hmm. I I was watching. I think I was watching some preseason games and you were like Andrew Luck retired and I was like what? Yeah. So I went and looked it up and I and I looked at the the ticker on the bottom of the screen. Then it said, Andrew Luck announces retirement or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Right. And then it just went from there. I saw the Adam Schefter tweet that yeah. he confirmed to the team that he's going to retire. Right. And he was supposed to have a press conference Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was actually on the sideline of the game that they were currently playing yes. when the news like broke to everybody. Right. So then you knew, okay, well... They're going to ask him in the locker room. Yeah, they're going to ask him straight up. And then he basically ended up doing a press conference there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, my first reaction to it was, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But after hearing his reasoning for retirement, to me, it, it makes sense. Right. You know, okay, He. you got to think the last, what, three, four years, he's been rehabbing all offseason. All offseason. Trying to get ready for week one. Yes. Um, I mean, he's had... And
1: then, yeah, and then he gets another injury and then he's back through the same cycle, so...
0: Right, and that's what... So he's been having a lingering injury where, like they said, well, if this was week one, he'd be ready to go. He even said it himself, he'd be ready to go. But it's just... He's just dealing with the... Being comfortable dealing with that pain. Right. Um. So I know Colts fans, I know they needed a hug all weekend. Man, Because, look. I mean, I would be devastated if we had a franchise quarterback that was just like oh yeah i'm out of here and he's only 29 right
1: and then in the middle of the game they booed him like they just straight booed that man
0: right uh-huh. which i thought was stupid and, and it's
1: classless like that's some shit we would do
0: but yeah, even was, uh, <laughs>
1: but even us like i think we would really think hard about booing him in the middle of the game even though more likely than not we probably would but that's some philly shit you don't do, they don't do that out in indianapolis right that's and crazy
0: but then, so then, like apparently, I guess he had mentioned it two weeks ago mm-hmm. that he was pondering retirement, can yes. retire or something. The staff like knew, like you could yeah. tell, like they knew. Right. So there was um, season ticket holders mm-hmm. who had bought season tickets within the last couple of weeks. Right. They're demanding that they get their money back. Right. And I'm like, I don't know how that works, but like I said, his reasoning for retirement is like he just seems mentally checked out. Right. And once you once you get to that point, right. it's it's done, like,
1: right? Yeah, because my whole thing is is, and I got a couple of points on this. I think one thing you're gonna, one trend that you're gonna start to see in the NFL is when somebody who's as injury prone as he was, um, step away from the game like that, or or contemplate stepping the game. It's stepping away from the game. It's gonna happen. In my opinion, it's gonna happen more frequently, just because. I and that's what I was worried with Jordan. Reed. Right. I honestly think that. In the grand scheme, he felt like that, okay, my offensive line isn't going to protect me for that long. I've been taking crazy hits for the past, what, three, four seasons. Like almost they, his whole damn career. Almost his whole damn career. So like they've literally got like still images and photos of guys like spider monkeys on his back because they're yeah, breaking through that down. offensive line and then he's just getting killed. Yeah.
0: So... And they never really had, like, a legit run game. They never had a legit run game. So, to counterbalance any of that. None
1: of that. And then, you know, on top of all of this, I honestly felt like the injuries overtook his passion for the game. Right. And once that happens and he knew, he was like, okay, I have to step away. Yeah. Because in the end, you have to figure, how can you really fault a man for wanting a life after football? Like, he wants right. to be able to raise kids, play with his kids, and have a quality life. Right. I mean, they even talked about it today on uh, – on Jason Whitlock's show, how you know you go to these uh, the Hall of Fame game, and then they have all these events beforehand where they play golf and all that. Where a lot of oh. these players can't even get out of the golf cart, right? You know, post NFL, and he doesn't want that for himself or his family. I right. mean, he figured, I have enough money, we'll be fine. Generational wealth will be set. I need to think long-term about what I, what my priorities are, and how I need to be a father to my, uh, to my children. And you can't fault a man for that. And that's what really makes me mad about a lot of the fan base, and even some of these um, commentators in these, in these, these sports heads on TV, like, like guys like Doug Gottlieb, who has been trolling. Andrew Luck for the past few past few days talking about well, you know, this is a this is what millennials do. This is a millennial thing. You oh, know, with the, with did. the whole rehab thing. I didn't like, did about that. You yeah, of I all people that. coming down on a man for having the having the to step away from the game basically in his prime right. to think about long-term his, his his long-term relationship with his family and actually having a quality of life right. when you Put something out on the athletic, an actual article, talking about you know your rise to the career that you have now, and also talking about you know how you used to steal credit cards and all kinds of crazy stuff. So how can so when you attack people like that, I think it's also important to put that individual's p- character into question because they put it out there that they're willing to question another man's character for honestly making the smartest decision. Of his right. career, because it, it wouldn't have gotten better, in
0: my opinion. He was right. just always hurt. Well, bottom line, him retiring and leaving the game sucks. It does suck. For, for the game. Right. But ultimately, he don't owe anybody anything. No. He doesn't owe the fan base, whether it's the Colts fan base or the NFL fan Nobody. base. Nobody. He doesn't owe anybody anything. No. I mean, people can say, oh, well, he took the money. OK. And the day he retires, he doesn't get paid the rest of his contract. Right. Only his guarantees and what he was going to make up until that day. Yeah, absolutely. So That's what they said. He earned everything he got. Right. Which I guess reportedly somewhere around ninety five, ninety seven million or right. whatever. Recently got married. His wife is expecting. Right.
1: So what? He like, wants to have a family and be a good dad. Like how, how can you fault that?
0: Yeah. And I mean, you can't blame him. And I get it. He'll he'll have that Barry Sanders like asterisk next to his name of what he could have been. Right. But yeah, I mean, when you're getting your brains beat in week in and week out because your line is horrible. Right. I don't I don't blame him whatsoever. And I mean, he could have yeah demanded a trade and this and that blah, blah, blah to a team that has an offensive line. But he himself was just done with the whole process. And I just I don't know. I find it hard to to blame him for anything. And here's
1: and that's my next point. If there's anybody you really need to blame, blame that front office. Blame that front they've office. Had they, they've had years to draft and work free agency to build an offensive line to protect that investment. Right. I mean look at my Eagles, what did we do? We went, what was our first pick? It was everybody in Philly was pissed off for about five minutes and then they really then they sat and realized well Carson Wentz is our future. Damn straight we better uh, draft an offensive tackle. Damn straight we should retool our offensive line. Yes, we need to make sure we have that cohesive unit together so we can ensure that we can be competitive over the next five to ten seasons.
0: Well, if you just look up to New England. There you go. They largely have no-name receivers. Right. They have a solid line. Yes. And I get it. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. But the point is, Andrew Luck is in that upper echelon of quarterback right he's a top so, tier he was
1: projected to be a hall of fame talent and you don't protect right. him right. what
0: yeah i thought that was a the major like redskins type of move where <laughs> i mean we've been getting quarterbacks killed for years yeah. so again me being able to look at that situation and seeing it like that first year when he was a rookie i said okay cool whatever like they'll get it together right as the years went on they really never had a solidified offensive no line. Or like I said, a stout run game, right? Because that would alleviate a lot of pressure, a whole lot. off of him to not have to take all those hits. Not have to take,
1: o- man. Look, and that's and I think that's where the parent, I mean, where the fans have their anger it's misdirected. It's very selfish, number one, because they're looked as commodities, not people. A lot of these players, because they want to build their uh, NFL draft team, uh, their for their fantasy squad and all that. At the end of the day, these are people with real lives, with real families, and he made the best decision for him. For and him, you can't be mad at that. So. And so be it. And, and so, so be it. it.
0: Yeah. So next week is, well, let's see, they'll almost have the rosters final. No, they will, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. So we'll our ros- next show, our next show, they'll have rosters finalized. We'll start previewing week one, Redskins in Philly. Yep. Uh, we are going to go live on Facebook and Instagram for a pregame halftime and post-game wrap-up, so we'll give predictions. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll give them why and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So that's all the time we have for this week's show. Thank you for tuning in yep. weekly, as you guys do. We appreciate the support. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Send in some comments. Send us your fantasy stuff. Uh, we're going to start getting into that big time. Absolutely.
1: Send in your fantasy questions. Sit them, sit start them, Who so you should draft things like that.
0: Yep. Let us know, and we are more than willing to answer those. We would love to even read some. Yeah. Um, but as always, go to averagesportsguys.com. All the links to our social media is there. Yeah. And until next week.
1: We out.